welcome back, everybody. It's Buko Boys, episode 26. I'm DVO. And I'm Dale. Welcome back, guys. And we are here in the Buko Boys studio. Looks good, right? I love it. Well, guess what? What's that? Next episode, we will not be here. We'll be in a different location. Oh, yeah. Where are we going? Hawaii. Hawaii. We'll be on the sandy beaches recording from you to you guys from there. That's going to be the shit. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. We're just a week away. A week today we're leaving. Exactly a week today. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm it's excited. getting real. It's getting real. Anyway, it's going to be a good time for us. Good thing we have our home security set up. Be damn right. Since we walk. keep telling everyone we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're taking off and uh, we're excited. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to... I'm going to give Poi another chance. I yeah. saw I saw a different way of eating it, actually with meat, and not just by itself, with its nasty self. I'm going to give it a try. I'm not going to knock it, but I don't have high hopes. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, our good friend Big Buddha told me, get it fresh Poi. That should be a lot better. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to try to get some. We do have some luau's we're going to, so... We've got to find some locals maybe that could make some for us. I think I'll talk to my friend. I know he got he kind of got into it, making his own poi for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm going to call him when we get there and see if we can link up. Interesting. It's going to be interesting to try it again. We'll see. First time was not good. <laughs> not good. It was not a good, good try. So um, we got a little bit of a rain, possibly some snow mix here in Utah. And when there's days like this, I love to pull out my Keurig, give me some, uh, usually some chai tea. Do you, you have a Keurig, right? Yeah, I got a Keurig, but I don't, I don't use it that much. Who uses it? Does your wife. wife use it? She does. Yeah. I definitely use it more than, than my wife. I like to fill up, like I said, my chai tea. But I just read that I might be changing up my Keurig a little bit because Keurig is coming out with a new machine that will start doing liquor. That's what I'm talking about. I think it's going to be cool. So I was kind of checking it out. The machine is it's only in St. Louis right now, and they're hoping it's going to roll out soon. I don't know if Keurig's even based in St. Louis. I don't know where that came from. But it's going to be, they're going to start with things like mojitos and cosmos. Okay, I remember seeing something like this, but I can't remember how it is. So it's like a shot in a cup with a little concentrated flavoring. I don't know. I actually haven't seen it either. But kind of from what I read, it might be like that because it said it's going to be in those little pods. It's going to be mixed with liquors, flavors, and wine is what it said. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting or easy, accessible for kids. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, so is beer in the fridge. It's true. Luckily, I raised my kids right and she doesn't go. Yeah, you don't got to worry about mine. But yeah, I think it's going to be kind of cool. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing this. I know they've been doing a lot of like tabletop liquor and alcohol things. So like uh, there's a lot of things where you have your beer and you put a little you put it in a little compartment, put Uh a straw in it, and then it kind of makes it into a draft. Oh, okay. All right. That's interesting. So I've seen those. Those are all over uh, like Brookstone. Ah, good old Brookstone. I know they have all the cool stuff, right? They do have some cool stuff. Especially massage chairs. Yeah, (laughs) they do. (laughs) And... And quote unquote personal massagers. Yeah, those kind of at the airport even. <laughs> yeah, 
They got them everywhere. The mall. They got them everywhere. So, uh, <laughs> personal massager, it's called <laughs> for your neck, for those sore spots in your neck. But it's only the size of a, I don't know, pickle maybe, <laughs> or a small corn dog. Yeah, a small corn dog. <laughs> it's kind of shaped with a little curve to it. Yeah, interesting, right? For the deep tissue, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think they have bigger ones for that. <laughs> Well, staying on the subject of alcohol, uh, you posted this story, which I, I saw too, but this this uh, beer company called Smart Mouth is yeah. coming out with a new breakfast beer. Is it a breakfast beer? It's uh, it's just an IPA, but okay. breakfast cereal flavored. So it looks like Lucky Charms on there. And what, I can't remember what the hell they were calling it. Saturday Morning Marshmallow IPA. S- yeah. So, Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah, because the cover's got, like, marshmallows and cereal on it. And it's supposed to take you back to the Saturday mornings of you eating Lucky Charms, I guess. It's but, made, with, it's made with, with marshmallows, though. Is it really? Yeah, I was reading. It's, it's made with marshmallows. So, uh, regular marshmallows and toasted marshmallows. So, how do we get this? It's only on the East Coast or what? Ooh, good point. I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. I wonder. I mean... The the brand is Smart Mouth, so I guess you can just kind of reach out to them and order something, maybe. Or I think so. Utah has stupid laws, and our we have to get our good beer at the liquor stores, at state owned liquor stores. As of now, for now, anyways, that might be changing. Hopefully, because I know they're trying to pass some laws, but of course, there's a certain organization that has <laughs> their say. They kind of run this state, so they're saying they don't want it to happen. And yeah. pretty much what they say goes. We all yeah. know the organization. We do. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. They're, they're a tax-free organization. It'll be interesting to see what happens because it sounds like some people are kind of down with it. Well, so this is what it is. Utah sells a lower percentage of alcohol beer. Along with um, like four other states. Like Texas and Oklahoma. There's some other southern states that have yeah. that. Well, they all change their laws, and they're all going to go to the regular higher percentage. Yeah, I think like companies like Anheuser-Busch are like, we're not going to do this anymore. Just like, for Utah. Utah well, I mean, buys I mean, such a small percent. Well, I also mean in the other states, too. Like, they don't want to do it for for like these five states. They're like, hey, you five states are kind of annoying, so we're not going to really do it anymore. So the other states are, are, are kind of adapting and changing. And I think Utah and another state haven't done it yet. Well, yeah, but the other the, those big companies have already decided they're not going to make that. Right. They've already said it. So pretty much you won't be able to buy beer unless you go to a liquor store in Utah. Yes. Stupid. Well, so we'll see we'll see if that changes. Yeah, but we'll yeah, see so about I, that. I wonder how you get a hold of this. I I do want to try it. You want to try it? I do want to try it. But so for right now, I think what we would have to do to try it is go to the liquor store, ask them to order this. Oh, maybe. And then wait for it to come in. Because I remember we had to do that. Remember the uh, chive when the chive came out with beer? Yep. That was the way to get that beer is by talking to them to order it. Yeah. And we like experimenting with beers. Last summer, we tried we tried this brand that made two flavored beers. Remember this? They had a mango and a watermelon. Oh, the mango cart and watermelon cart? Yes. They have a pineapple cart. What? You don't know about this? No, you just blew my mind. Oh, how do you not know? I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't go to the liquor section of the store very often. I, well, I go to the liquor store. This was a summertime thing, going to the lake and 
you know, having some beers in the sun. These were like the perfect beers for that. They were good. Because they didn't taste fruity. They taste like beer yeah. with a hint of fruit. Exactly. So it wasn't like a wine cooler. Did you have a favorite one? I think mm, the mel- watermelon cart's pretty damn good. That was my favorite. That was pretty good. That's yeah. my favorite fruit, actually, watermelon. You know what's funny, though, is the watermelon flavor and the watermelon fruit taste nothing alike. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> a, so lot, a lot of the like candy stuff doesn't taste like real fruit. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, talking about this... Tastes like beaver butt. Candy taste. Oh, yeah. That's that artificial flavor. That's one of the natural flavors. Beaver butt. Beaver butt. For real. <laughs> look it up. So, so this beer is going to be called Saturday Morning Marshmallow. And I was just kind of remembering Saturday mornings, eating cereal, watching cartoons. Hell, yeah. Did you have some favorite cereals? Yes, I do. Which it, are uh, okay, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now, is this one that's your favorite today, or this was like a favorite when you were a kid watching cartoons? Both, because I've never, okay. I I still like all these. Okay, but my palate has changed a little bit because I know I can't keep eating sugary goodness <laughs> right. every day. So, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, ninety percent sugar, and I love it. Um, it's good, Captain Crunch. Oh, that's good. Tear you up, but it's good. Do you remember these one called, they were mom's favorite. They were O's. I was going to say that. Yes, I do remember. And they were like little clusters, that. little like nut clusters, granola crusts. I don't know, but on little like O's. Like f- five times the size of a Cheerio. Four. I'd say four times the size. <laughs> Close. And yeah, like little <laughs> granola pieces inside. On, yeah, on top of this yes. O. Those were damn good. And that would tear you up, too. The roof of your mouth is gone. Yep. The roof of your mouth would be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that. Yes, I do remember O's. And the second one would be Fruity Pebbles for me. I was just going to say Fruity Pebbles. Yes. I do like Chocolate Pebbles. Or was it Cocoa, Cocoa Pebbles? Pebbles. Yeah. My daughter loves those. She's on to those. Loves I just them. saw something new. Because c- cereals are kind of changing a little bit. They're kind of the same thing, but a little adaptation okay so they took frosted flakes and made chocolate frosted flakes yes they kind of look like giant cocoa krispies have you tried it i haven't i haven't tried it but speaking of that frosted flakes they made more stuff did you know that what else they did a pumpkin spice one okay i saw that they did um and a cinnamon one i didn't try those because i've i wasn't that big of a fan of frosted flakes no not really it just it was so plain to me. It was almost like as soon as the cereal got soggy, it was no good anymore. And <laughs> it, it got, got soggy, soggy fast. fast. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do want to try those ones, especially the pumpkin spice one. Got to eat it quick, though. Wait, wait did I get, get it? I'm trying to remember. Wait, I didn't get you, it this past fall. Oh, you know what I just tried, though? Cinnamon Toast Crunch has also been coming out with new stuff. Yeah, true. It was a Cinnamon Toast Churros. Isn't that what it is already almost, though? But they're different shaped. They're shaped like churros now. Oh, are they? That's kind of <laughs> yeah. awesome. But pretty awesome. much, yes, you're right. Okay, all right. I'm, I dig it, though. Because basically drinking the, your milk afterwards was like, like drinking horchata. horchata. Yeah. <laughs> it's like drinking horchata. So I can see them going with the, the churro direction. They also good. did the, uh, oh, gosh, what's the other breakfast pastry? Oh, French toast. Yeah, they went the French toast route. That was good. I tried that. Yep, I had that one. 
And then the French toast came up with other flavors like strawberry, blueberry, I think. I haven't tried those, though. Yeah. I haven't tried them, though. Gosh, now I think about it, I'm going to go to the store and get some cereal when I'm done here. I love cereal. (laughs) I really love cereal. Like, you can eat it anytime. Breakfast, snack, dinner. It's a good snack. It's a great snack. But one thing that I've changed about my cereal habits is I've gone to more of like the natural cereals with granola and nuts and dried fruit. Because it's good for you. It tastes. I got to get the ones that taste good, though. Like banana nut crunch. Oh, okay. That's where it's at. That's a good one. And I, I like just even the almond crunch ones. But uh, did we talk about, remember there was a Sour Patch Kid cereal coming out? We haven't talked about it. I saw that the other day. Uh, like this week I saw that. So it's been a thing for months now, and I know it's in stores finally. Yes, I saw it at Walmart. I haven't bought it yet. I'm hesitant because that's like, is it going to be sweet or is it going to be sour? No, well, I, I read the box. It says sour, then sweet. Just like the candy. Just like the candy. I don't know what to think about it. I, I, I love Sour Patch Kids candy. I don't know why I'm so hesitant to buy it. It's like $3. It's nothing. I'm, and I act like I'm going to waste so much money on it. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't want to pay that much for that. <laughs> I, I know I've mentioned it here. I, I sweat when I have sour stuff. And I'm starting to sweat, perspire thinking about this oh, right now. You don't, you don't sweat, though. It's making my teeth hurt right now thinking about it. Really? Actually. So I just had dental work done yesterday. And it, it was a lot of dental work, and it hurt a lot. <laughs> and I spent all day throbbing in pain. That sucks. That it sucks. Did suck. And um, so I don't. I don't know if I'll try it. I gotta hear it. someone else try it. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta hear. Maybe we can look up reviews online. <laughs> maybe we can, or you can post about it on our social media and see if we get a response from some of our listeners if they've tried it. Or we just buy it and try it on the show. Ooh. Oh boy, that will be interesting. That will be interesting. Maybe we should do that. Not next episode because we'll be in Hawaii. Yes, we'll be trying other stuff. So I think what we should do is maybe get some candies. We'll try some different Hawaiian candies. Uh huh. And then beers. Interesting. Because Hawaii has their own uh, breweries. I've tried some of them. What goes better with candy but beer? <laughs> yeah, candy and beer. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, that's fun. I was fun talking about cereal. I love cereal. I really want to go buy some when we're done here. I might. But you're right. I, I have advanced my palate, and I don't just buy the sugary ones. I do get like, even today, I don't really like them a whole lot. But I just eat them anyway because I know they're good for me, right? Like some fiber enriched yeah. cereals. Being a grown-up sucks sometimes. Yeah, you got to eat that fiber. Nothing's, it's not all about protein. No. You, gotta you get, get clogged fiber. up real quick thinking life's about protein. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we had a, a recent news come out here out of Utah that yes. Cosmo the Cougar. If you don't know, BYU's mascot. BYU's mascot. The, the, he, he, the character, oh, what do you call that? The person in the costume, I guess? Yes. From 2015 to 2018 has come out as gay. He's a yeah. homosexual. The homosexual cougar. The homosexual cougar. Well, if, if it's not that big of a deal for people that don't know much about Utah. They'll think, so what? He's gay. Yeah. BYU is predominantly... LDS. LDS. Mormon. And they frown upon gayness. They frown upon sodomy. They frown <laughs> upon a lot of things. So, so anyway, he came out and it was an interesting story. Did you read the article? I read a lot of it, yeah. And it was kind of sad because he couldn't be himself with, unless he sure. had the mask on. 
I mean, I could tell just watching him dance that he was gay. <laughs> I, I I disagree. I don't know if what you just said was true. They said he couldn't be himself. That's what I, he said. From what I was reading, that he just kind of felt like, not that he couldn't be himself, that he, but he was worried that when he took off the costume, how people would like him if they knew he was gay outside of the costume. And that was just kind of my understanding from what I read, though. Yeah, it was pretty much he... But I just read one article. I don't know if you might have read a different one and, and got a different insight. So that's fine. I kind of read some parts of one article when it first came out. And then I was just reading some before we started recording. Oh, okay. And yeah, he was kind of talking about how he just was scared to be himself. And, yeah, sure. and until he wore the costume, that's when he felt like he could be himself and enjoy himself. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the guy, but I'm happy now that he feels good. He can come out and say it, and, and now he can start basically living his life, you know? So here, this is what he said. Oh, okay, nice. I wore another mask while I was at BYU, a mask to cover the shame I felt for being different. For years, I pleaded with God to change my sexual orientation, but after returning to BYU from a full-time mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I began realizing that being gay is an integral part of who I am. As I grappled to develop a better understanding of myself, I felt immense pressure to hide my sexual orientation. I was hyper-aware of what some of my peers said about the gay community, how they viewed same-sex attraction, and the often unkind and insensitive words they used to describe LGBTQ people. People like me. Yeah. But yeah, man, this guy... He after he graduated, so he he waited till he graduated before he came out of the closet because he was afraid to come out while he was still being Cosmo. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure they probably would have kicked him off. Could have, yeah. They would have not. He didn't uphold BYU standards, so they would have kicked him off. I'm pretty positive. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad he was able to come out now and kind of now live his life. That's good for him. You no, know, now he can yeah, come it out just live sucks his life. that he had to hide it all through his college career. Yeah, but luckily he's young and he's got his whole life ahead of him and hopefully so, he can move on from it. Just go on and be gay. Live your gay life and have a yeah. good gay time. You can dance as fruity as you want and no one's going to judge you. Well, yep. they will, but it's okay. Dance until your pants fall off. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> and so I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about some of some of the like, iconic mascots out but there. Have you watched him dance though? No. Oh, did he, he did he do the video that went viral? Was he yes, the one? Yes, that what was What was him. that one again? That one went viral like a year or two years ago, right? Yeah. What was I can't remember I, what it was. Was it Bruno Mars? Oh, it could have been. I can't remember. Been. But I know he was. Was that him for shit. sure though? Yeah. That's awesome. Because he was you just said the last three years. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't sure if it was like the same guy all the time. I, I mean, I But don't you can know. watch him dance and you, you can you can tell. Yeah, that's that's pretty good though. That's pretty good. He's, I like he's got that. moves. Um, what are you doing? What are you playing around with the computer for? Just leave it alone. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I, I went to a Utes-BYU game. Oh, gosh, this was a while ago. And it was at, at the U. Oh, gosh. Actually, a fight broke out between two of the cheerleaders at both locations. I think I went to the one at BYU, and a fight broke out. And then the next season, they played at, at the U, and then... Two cheerleaders, two feet, uh, two male cheerleaders went at it. It was pretty awesome. Cause, were like, they gay? They could have been. I don't know. That would have been a good gay they were, fight. They were see. running with a big, huge flag, a rainbow flag. No, I'm just kidding. It was the, <laughs> it was the college flag. <laughs> and they got into it. They were duking it out. Like, 
Well, I those think, male cheerleaders are yoked. Yeah, they are. They got a whole group. They can backflip. All sorts of handstands, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you know, they can tear you up. Gay or not, they will mess you up. It was it was a good fight. I was watching I was I was down there, I was like, Oh, that's a pretty good fight, right on. <laughs> <laughs> but I also thought it'd be fun to kinda of talk about like some iconic uh, mascots. And see I wanna see if people agree with me that I think were maybe the, some of the most iconic. And then I might maybe we'll share our Okay, so mascots. who do you think is the most iconic for MLB? So in baseball, my opinion, and they're not the mascot now, but I still think they're one of the iconics, is going to be the San Diego chicken. Which was a really strange mascot. Yeah, well, I was kind of reading. I'm like, why was that the mascot? And it didn't start off as a mascot. It started off as like some gimmick, and then it just started going to the Padres games, and they just kind of started adopting it as their mascot. But now it's not anymore. Now it's like an actual fryer. Yeah. Doesn't look cool, but the San Diego no. chicken kind of I think is most iconic. It's pretty and funny. Now uh, NBA, I think the most iconic is Benny the Bull from the Chicago Bulls, and I really think that became the most iconic in my opinion because of the Bulls' run in the nineties. Yeah, they were running shit in the nineties, yeah. and what I like about Benny the Bull. Is it actually matches up with the team name? <laughs> True, because so many NBA teams, their mascots have nothing to do with the team. Like our local Utah Jazz. Yeah, they have a bear, a teddy bear. Uh, not a not a not an <laughs> instrument jazz playing bear or tap dancing bear. No, it's just a athletic, athletic teddy bear. Athletic teddy bear, <laughs> but he is one of the best mascots in he the NBA. He is no longer playing. The guy that we grew up with. Yes. Is no longer the Jazz Bear. He just had actually left this year, or la- the end of last year. Yeah, like and, a few months uh, ago. But he was a badass. He was. He gave zero shits. He, he would start fights with people. The opposite, like the opposite. The opposing team. Fans. Yeah, he would pour drinks on their heads, and if yeah. they did something, he'd be like, "What? Bring it!" Yeah, he was down to throw down. He was, and he he's broken so many bones. Oh yeah, I'm sure I witnessed him break bones at the games because we went yeah. to a lot of games in the '90s. We did, and it, it was fun to watch him. And they just changed him like a few months ago. So, and this was when he first became when the Jazz Bear became a thing in the '90s. Yep. And uh, during the peak, when when the, the Jazz were on their runs. Yep. They they were in the finals, right? They were in the finals a couple yep. of times. West Conference champions. And I would see him go sledding down the uh, stairs of the aisles oh and gosh. crash right into a rail. In, in his collarbone, I'm pretty sure I witnessed him break Ugh. a collarbone. Yeah, I've I've seen him get escorted out of there a few times. That guy was bad at. Yeah, he was awesome. Too bad he's gone. I, hope, I haven't seen the new Jazzberry yet. I haven't like I haven't like went, went to a game to see. I haven't been to a game in a while. Hopefully, he keeps it going. All right, in NFL, my favorite, or who I think is maybe one of the more iconic ones, is Victor the Viking. So for the Minnesota Vikings, they actually have two mascots. They have one in that in the costume. Then they also have like a Viking, a guy dressed up in a Viking, and he'll sometimes roll out like on a motorcycle, and you know the helmet with the horns and that's what I'm everything. talking about. A true Dane. Yeah, I, I like that <laughs> one. I like him. I know you got a favorite though. Oh, Boltman. Boltman from the Chargers, obviously, which we've met in person, so that's cool. We've met a couple <laughs> different Boltman. Yeah, that's true. Um, have you seen his different costumes over the years? No, I don't think I have. I looked at a timeline of Boltman. It was pretty interesting. Now I want to look it up, though. I am curious now. He has changed quite a bit. I want to check that out. Uh, In NHL hockey, I think the most iconic is Bailey 
from the L.A. Kings. It's a it's a lion. Also, maybe I think because L.A. Kings became so popular in the 90s, too. And in the early 2000s, they got some championships. So I think that's the most iconic. However, my favorite looking is is Nash from the Predators. And I'm sorry to my Sharks. I just don't think he's the coolest looking one, though. And uh, you don't have a favorite, though, for NHL. Not for NHL, no. How about uh, NCAA? I think the most iconic is the USC Trojans, the Traveler. It's an actual actual guy. He's on a horse, pulls out a sword, and they start start charging when they get on the field. And he kind of travels along the field, too. So I think that's the most iconic, in my opinion. Not my favorite. My favorite is the Ute Swoop. So yours must be, yours is probably Cosmo. Mine is... uh... The school for cosmetology, <laughs> <laughs> the eyelash. Yeah. So I thought that'd be fun to talk about some mascots, and I'm curious who your guys's favorite mascots are. So you guys can reach out to us, Buco Boys Podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram and Facebook at Buco Boys. And if yours differs from ours, we'll beat you up because we're right. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's change some gears here. Let's hear some crazy stuff going on in the news. Yeah, Have you heard about this Momo challenge? I just heard about it last night. How stupid is this shit? It's scary looking, though. That freaking face is scary. I've seen that face before. But I can't remember where. So it was a Japanese company created this, this weird-looking woman, scary, stretched-face-looking thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was this Japanese art company that created this and put it online and then somebody else has taken that and put it into children videos and telling kids yeah. how to kill themselves. So the, it's, it's trying to bring out challenges, right? Yes. From what I gathered is it's challenging kids to do things like it, it comes out and scares kids. It kind of comes out. I don't know if it was a kinder egg. Those chocolate oh, little kids, oh, and it like kind of, uh, and like, or if it's just a regular egg that starts off on the screen, and then it comes out of that and manifests, and then starts telling kids to do these challenges, like, uh, like eat all the pills out of the cabinet challenge, or stab yourself in the neck challenge. What the hell? And kids are doing it though. Oh my god, kids are. Because kids are so wrapped up in these challenges, right? Like I know, like my daughter likes watching these challenges, but she likes. Good challenges like the cinnamon challenge, and what are some other challenges that are popular? The honor roll challenge. The what? The honor roll the challenge. Honor roll. Get on that honor roll <laughs> challenge, guys. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. So, but so she likes watching these type of challenges, or like eat sour candy. Like those have a challenges, like blend sour candy up and drink it. Now, like, like those are okay. I mean, not good for you, but okay. But you're not trying to kill yourself, right? Like this thing was Tide freaking. Pod, yeah. So I guess the big concern that I saw last night was that these videos got into YouTube Kids, which right. is a separate app from the normal YouTube, but it's owned by YouTube or owned by Google, however you want to put it. And it's just for kids, so they don't like get into like you know videos of people swearing or yeah. So they're putting it on two like, girls, one cup, or something. <laughs> yeah, don't look that up. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you want to puke all over the place. But um, but yeah. The, so some of the videos they're putting this in is like uh, Fortnite videos, because you know oh, kids okay. watch all those Fortnite yeah. videos. Um, Peppa Pig. It's like some Nickelodeon cartoon, right? Yeah. It was in that. 
Uh, can't remember what other videos that they're finding it in, but shit's weird. I mean, it's freaky looking, but it's 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 crazy that it's out there. And I, I guess the FBI or someone's investigating, right, to try to catch whoever's doing it. Or... Yeah. So from what I gathered, the artwork came from Japan. Yeah. The people who created the artwork have nothing to do with these challenges, but the original video releases on YouTube have came from Japan. Oh, interesting. But uh, scary shit, though. Well, these Japs are trying to get us again, just like they did in Pearl Harbor, which we're going to next week. <laughs> did you call them Japs? Better than what else I could have called them. <laughs> Apologize for that. <laughs> Why? It's like someone called me a flip. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm part Asian. I can say it. All right, man. <laughs> But um, but yeah, these challenges things, man. Kids just need to just teach your kids not to do any stupid challenge. How about that? That's, you know what? That's what I was gonna say. I blame it on the parents if their kids are doing stupid stuff. I blame it on the parents still. And I know you can't be there all the time, but if you don't teach your kids like common sense, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you for not teaching kids common sense. Like you know, eating Tide Pods are not the greatest thing to do. I can and see if it was like a a four or five year old trying to eat a Tide Pod. Yeah, that you know their minds aren't developed. Okay, but watching these fifteen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds, twenty-year-olds, yeah, blame the parents. Yeah, they didn't learn well. So don't do stupid challenges. Challenges. Do the honor roll challenge. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do a challenge, do something that's gonna make something out of you. Our kids are on the honor roll. Damn right they are. That's right. Where they belong. <laughs> Should we switch gears? Okay, let's just talk about some uh, some mythology. more creepy stuff. Yeah, some more creepy stuff. Some mythology. So we decided. Actually, it was Dale's good idea. We're going to talk about this right here. I'm going to put it up. If you're on YouTube watching, you're going to see. I'm holding up this box. Uh, Dale has a little pop funk character of the Aswang. Yep. This is a Filipino mythical creature. Yeah, folklore. Yeah, a little folklore. Now, did you kind of read? Like kind of how the history started of it. So I seen that it dates back the like the the first write the script that had wrote about it dates back to the 16th century, where the Spanish had wrote about the scary like this was the scariest of all the mythological creatures that they had. I don't know if they encountered them or whatever. But from what I was reading, it almost seemed like okay. So Spain conquered the Philippines. And to scare the Filipinos from running out into the forest, they kind of made up this creature. That's kind of how I was reading. Again, you know, this is from Wikipedia. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Right. And plus, it's 100 years old. How are we going to you know, really know the history of it? But, <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah, they made up this creature. And in this creature, it almost resembles, looks similar to, to maybe a vampire like bat. Yeah, they... Vampire-ish. Well, here's the thing. They kind of have vampire-like qualities, but they're not associated with each other. Right. So this thing apparently blends during the day. It looks... Could be a it's person. It's a daywalker. It is a daywalker. It could look like a person. Yes. Working at their job. And then by night, they feed on children, and pregnant fetuses. women. Yep, fetuses. Or corpses. 
just get right up in there and suck it right out. What they have is this really long tongue that's supposed to come out, and if a woman is pregnant, it would go in and pull the fetus out. I need, I need to warn my wife. You let her know. I swung. <laughs> if you hear tick, 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 or walk, 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 walk. <laughs> so, yeah, the nickname is Tick, Tick because it makes a ticking sound. Yeah, if you hear like a tick, tick, or the other, the other name was walk, walk, because if you hear a walk, walk. Same thing. That's just funny. <laughs> just funny to me. So yeah, it's gonna eat the unborn. Well, so <laughs> here's the a funny. Children. They uh, they say that how you can tell what's oh no, you know what? They also can be animals. They're shapeshifters. By yes. Night. So they'll go by cat, dog, bat, pig. crow, pig. At night though, but during the day they blend as a human. Daywalker. And what they say is an Aswang, if they're dying, will pass it on to someone else. And what they do is when they pass it on to someone else, it takes on that person's life for a very short amount of time. And then that person will act like they get sick and die because it's just the Aswang living in the shell of this body. Do you know how you can kill them? Beheading them. Beheading is one way. Also, garlic and crosses like a vampire. Yeah, so it says it doesn't like crosses or religious artifacts. But do you know how you can become an Oswong? If you marry one. No. Yes. That's you not can, what I read. I did read it. You can you can marry one and then you'll become one. And then at night, you hunt together. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> it is. <laughs> A lovely Oswong couple. Lovely tick-tick couple. Tick-tick and tock-tock. Walk-walk. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's just not funny. <laughs> Let me find where it said they... Now, while you look that up, um, this was also featured, this character was featured in Grimm. So if you watch that TV series, damn, what channel was that on? What network? NBC or CBS? Uh, yeah, I think it was NBC. I think it was NBC. On NBC, if you watch Grimm, which is over now, they did a, they did a series with the Aswang in it. And it would come in through the window. It looked kind of like a... Like what I'm holding up, like a bat, like a humanoid bat-looking thing, and it would crawl in and suck out the fetus. So let me tell you. Let me read the <laughs> was, uh, special it was, abilities. It was Vessin. Oh yeah, can you Vogue? I can't Vogue. I'm not Vessin. <laughs> okay, so here's the special abilities of the Aswang. Okay, the Aswang's most fearsome ability is its knack for blending in with its victims. During the day, Aswangs can look and act just like regular people. Although they are generally shy and somewhat reclusive, they can have jobs, friends, and even families. During the night, Oswangs shift into a form that is better suited to hunting. Different regional versions of the creature are said to take different forms. The Tick-Tick and Wok-Wok become (laughs) large birds, while the Zegben, sometimes described simply as a companion of the monster, takes on the form of a Tasmanian devil. Oswangs have also been reported shifting into pigs and dogs. In addition to shape-shifting, Oswangs also have the ability to transform the appearance of other objects. So like plants or doppelgangers or the, the victim they're about to eat. Um, in order to hide the evidence of its feeding habits from locals, these doppelgangers might replace corpses, which Oswangs often consume. Or they might replace living people. If the doppelganger replaces a living person, it will return the, to the person's home, get sick, and quickly die. 
And then they use vocal tricks. So uh, as the fearsome predator gets closer to its victims, its call gets quieter and quieter. So its victims are tricked into thinking the monster is farther away. I did read that. So they have tricks up their sleeve, up their wings. Yeah, they do. (laughs) So they also say that there's uh, other... Oh, I'll read this in a second. There's other forms where half their body flies onto the roof and then the tongue goes down and they leave half their body in the bushes hiding. Ooh. But they always have like some kind of wings or flying or something. Yep, they got wings. So let me tell you how person transforms into an Oswong. They tie a fertilized chicken egg to his or her stomach. After some what? time... Yeah, this is this is where it gets weird. Okay. After some time, the chick passes from the egg into the stomach. Once this has happened, the remaining eggshell is buried in a bamboo tube, along with coconut oil and chicken dung. The person now has the powers of an Oswong. Whoa. Now, when the person is dying, the Oswong can also pass its powers along to someone else if it wishes. The Oswong holds its mouth close to a chosen person, and the chick inside the monster's stomach hops into the mouth of the new person. So baby chickens are what creates Oswongs. Gross. <laughs> That's kind of like a, a, a not very well thought out idea for this monster. Yeah. Sounds like some Filipino made it up. Yeah, someone in the jungle is like, you see that egg? You put that on your stomach. Becomes and, an aswag. And you become wak wak. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of what I was saying originally that this story, again, not 100% sure if this is what happened, but was maybe the Spaniards making this up to scare Filipinos from escaping and running into the forest. It could have been like a, somebody who didn't know the vampire story really well. And so they kind of made up their own story based off of what they had heard or what they knew of a vampire, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But but obviously then you hear folklore stories of this happening, right? Yeah, you hear Through, other accounts yeah. of people saying, oh, I experienced an Oswong or a Tick Tick monster. So do you think it's like one of those situations where this is a, maybe a made-up creature, but because it was talked about, it came to life? I could see that happening. Where if, Interesting, right? If somebody puts that belief or believes in it and... If there's like a negative energy out there feeding off of your fears, right. it can take on a form of something you're scared of. Interesting. I was just kind of thinking about that. When I read that in the history that it was made up, possibly, then, then all of a sudden the stories start appearing and they start seeing something similar to this. Makes you wonder if it was it was just something that was created out of people's, like you said, fear and and uh, curiosity and and just something they made up. Yeah, some. I think it's somebody's ill, ill-advised vampire story that took a life of its own. Maybe. Yeah, we'll blame those Spaniards. Blame it for everything. I'm just hitting everybody up, aren't I? I'm gonna insult <laughs> everybody. Do it. Homosexuals, Japanese, and Spaniards. Just blaming, <laughs> making fun of everybody on this episode, and I don't care. Because <laughs> in reality, I love everybody. But we, there's some other mythological creatures from the Philippines that we can talk about on other episodes. So uh, there's like the white lady. She's kind of a, 
popular in almost every culture. Hey, I was going to say that. It almost seems popular in every culture there's a white lady. Yeah, there's white ladies a everywhere. A ghost white lady. <laughs> white ladies are everywhere. That's just some random white lady. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a thing called a Wookiee, I believe, that's out there. Yes. Do you know what sounds the Wookiee makes? What? <laughs> 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 yeah, but we like to talk more about like these kind of mythical creatures and and, uh, and maybe talk about them on some episodes. And if you guys got some good ones, sh- throw them out to us. Yeah, Again, our cousin gave us some good ones, to, uh, other Filipino monsters we could talk about. Yeah, I saw they put on the Instagram, I think. On the gram. Yeah, on the gram. <laughs> you can find us on the gram, Buko Boys. Facebook, Buko Boys. Gmail, Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Awesome. Anything else? Um, nothing much. Are you almost ready for Hawaii? Nope, I'm not. I actually, I want. I need to get a little bit of a base tan going. I'm pretty pale now that it's winter time. So well, sh- the sun should be coming out soon. So I went to at my gym. They have the stand up tanning beds, and I said, you know, let me get in there because I know it's usually like 15 minutes max. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I don't want to do the max because I'm I'm kind of kind of pale. Let me get let me get like nine minutes in there. I got burnt. I'm burnt. I'm sitting down and my ass is hurting sitting down. So <laughs> TMI, my ass is beat red. I do need to go do some tanning. I do need to get me a base layer. So I'll probably go tomorrow. But I'll probably only do like six, seven minutes. I recommend we got plenty we got we got plenty of time. I might even go like yeah, that might be a good time. That might be a good time frame. I'll do that. I So I tried that stand-up tanning bed last week just to give it a try oh, because okay. I needed to get some color. I tried five minutes. They made me buy the little glasses, right? Yeah, like, you have goggles. to have those little glasses. Yep. I get in there. I'm all set up. I hit this thing to start it, and it goes. I'm, I realized I didn't have the glasses on, and I was blind as a bat for a second. It oh, got really? me right in the eyes. I was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to look at that. <laughs> Oh, man. Now you know why they make you buy them. Yeah. (laughs) Now you know. (laughs) But what sucks right now, too, is I wanted to get some sun. I went fishing these last couple days. No sun. Nope. Windy, cloudy, fully covered up. No sun for me. That's why you get the tanning bed. I don't encourage tanning beds, but I don't encourage getting burnt by the sun either. So get a little base. Try and get a little base going. (laughs) Because it's going to be hot. I haven't looked at the weather. Have you looked at the weather yet? Yeah, it's going to be about 75, 80 every day. Ooh, perfect. Yep. Temperature-wise, but still the sun's a little hotter over there. Oh, shit. It, it feels a lot warmer than that. Yes. Especially because of the humidity. It's got jungle weather. That's true. Luckily, we'll be near the water. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Anyway, we're looking forward to recording next episode. Hopefully, you guys will hear that nice little background scenery because we'll be right in Hawaii. Right near the beach. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. All right, guys. guys. Thanks again for listening to the episode of The Buko Boys. Peace out, everybody.